Hello, I'm John Kenny, the Relationship Guy, and Relationship Coach, helping people to create healthy, intimate relationships. Welcome to the show, the show where we talk about all things relationships with a mix of my own relationship ramblings and some great guests from all walks of life who will be discussing the importance of relationships to them. So today's guest is an international holistic life coach and she aims to help people to create a life that they don't need a vacation from. She believes that anything is possible as long as you can have the courage to take the first step and embrace a new perspective. Welcome to the Relationship Guide podcast, Alexandra Van Shake. Thank you so much uh, for having me on today. Um, make it easy to you. The name is Alex. That's totally <laughs> fine. <laughs> yeah, definitely. That's what I'm going to switch to. <laughs> that's perfect. Thank you. Uh, so thanks again for being a guest on today's show. Obviously, there was a, just a brief introduction about yourself there. Can you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself, how you help people, what you do? Yes. Uh, first of all, a uh, big thank you for the invitation. Uh, really honored to be one of your guests. I really love your podcast and I'm just in love with the medium podcast myself, uh, first of all, already yeah. since years. Um, yeah, where I'm a little bit coming from, what I do, it's just sort of my second nature, maybe even my first nature. I just love to see people thriving in their life, in their businesses, uh, just in general and that has been a red threat throughout my whole life myself and uh, automatically uh, I became drawn into this aspect uh, of being a coach uh, sort of giving it a name and this has been uh, my main uh, occupation for the last five years mm-hmm. uh, but coming from a background of Uh, teaching yoga holistic lifestyle and guiding people to become yoga teachers training them for the last almost 10 years so everything started to come together and at the end um, we got myself here as uh, yeah holistic life coach Mm -hmm. and that is integrated into uh, bringing people's businesses to the front as well definitely okay so can you tell us a little bit about down the introduction that create a life that you don't need a vacation from there's a great line i definitely well for my personally for me personally traveling is into my dna uh, i love traveling but i don't see that travel is only long distance going into tropical places at the other end of the world mm-hmm. i also see travel very close by um if you are in that liberty to create some freedom into your uh, day-to-day life, um, that you create that uh, modality where you feel really good in, then you don't need to take a vacation to uh, to feel well. A lot of people are using that. Well, yeah, I know that a lot of people are working from nine to five, going into that, okay, the weekend is my special days from the week. So everything, the fun things we need to do, fun things every weekend. And then we need to save up for two, maybe three weeks if we're lucky, holiday. Some people are really lucky. They get five weeks per year. And then they need to press everything, compress everything into this short amount of time. 
But if you create a life around uh, what you see uh, around your own values, what you think is important, mm -hmm. you can turn this around. So you don't need to save everything up. Um, every day is like that perfection that you just have your adventure every day. So you don't need to take a vacation to have a good time. You're already having a good time. Even if you're doing a nine to five job, if you love that job, that's perfect. Then, then, then you're there. Then, then it's perfect. Uh, you don't need to take a vacation to have a good time from that. Okay. But yeah, yes. Yeah, so as long uh, as you're in a good space on a day to day basis and you're living yeah. the kind of life that you want, yeah. you, don't, you don't need a holiday to get over life. No, 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 absolutely not. And I believe it is uh, more and more that it gets important that people become aware um, what is important for them themselves. What are they? day to day yeah how do you how do you want to measure it how do you want to live up to that what is important when you get up in the morning what is important when you go to bed at night and everything in between and the more you can accumulate uh in that time space um i think that is where you create your own life on your uh principles your values whatever you want to call them you know for everyone that's individual and that's also what i try to bring into the coaching is that i can tell them uh that it's good to do meditation in the morning at five and then do your yoga practice and then do this and eat that and etc etc but this is me implying something that works for me on somebody else yes. that doesn't work no. that's absolutely i don't believe in that I even posted on that yesterday. I like to meditate late in the evening before going to bed. I don't like to do it at five o'clock in the morning, yeah. not even at six or at seven, because I am too busy and too alive and too without drinking coffee already too caffeinated <laughs> in the morning <laughs> to sit still. But if I do it at night, I enjoy it. So for me personally, that yeah. fits in. Yeah. yeah so yeah. I, Find these modalities of what fits for you, what mm -hmm. is the right thing for you to do. And this is what I try to integrate into the coaching. First, get the person into a space where they feel really good. And if they feel really good, they are aligned with their, almost say their energetic design because they are connected with their uh, personal being. Mm -hmm. Then they can take this, um, they spread this out into the people that live in the same house, um, colleagues at work. If they have a business, they will spread this out in their business because they are sort of aligned with and in tuned with themselves. Okay, so can I, it kind of influences every area of your life? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Which is what we kind of we said in the introduction. It's about you being able to live the holistic kind of lifestyle that yeah. you want yeah mm. yeah i think we create our own um we create our own set of rules and values what our life should be about mm. nobody else is here to tell me really <laughs> what to do <laughs> what not to do <laughs> well i get i get the impression from speaking to you previously that that's definitely the case <laughs> <laughs> that's probably a little bit um um you know what a lot of people think you know the last couple of years have been a little bit more complicated in the, in that in that way um but i think we uh, as 
individuals need to be able to decide for ourselves without living up to maybe the dreams from our parents or grandparents or expectations from the community where we live in or maybe you got into a job and that after 10 years is really like okay is this it am Mm -hmm. i really like you know feeling good and comfortable here yeah Uh, or is there more and that's what i see in the coaching is really like there is more to life than what you maybe signed up for then go explore it's not too late no definitely it's interesting you said because we weren't sure where we were going to be speaking today, where we are. I mean, you're in the Netherlands at the moment, I believe. Uh, yeah, Belgium close by. It's, okay. it's like... <laughs> so you could have been in Nepal, but you're off to the Caribbean. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, life happens. Go with the flow, what we say a little bit. So mm-hmm. I was supposed to be in Nepal, but that didn't go through. So I'm moving back to the Caribbean again next week uh, for a couple of months. And then Nepal will be coming later this year because I still really look forward to uh, go discover that beautiful country. Yeah, Awesome. And again, like you said, you're living that life based on your terms, the one that you want to live, the one that you're yeah. happy with, comfortable with. Yeah. It suits your values, needs and everything else that you want to live in your life. Yeah, 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 definitely. Awesome. Yeah. And that's what you help people to do through your coaching. Yes, I try to inspire by giving an example, by showing people that it is possible uh, to even make changes, uh, no matter what age you have. Uh, Like I'm not 18 anymore. I turned 50 last year. Mm -hmm. Um, That's not a secret. It's just there. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really feel it that I'm there already, yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> I I've crea- I, I, I'm not scared of going into a new adventure again, which I'm doing because I'm moving back to Curacao. I go um, work with a local company there and uh, they provide rock climbing on a really tiny little island, mm-hmm. but there is a few really beautiful patches there that you can do some amazing um yeah, experience in rock climbing if it's new for you or you're really experienced and that's what I'm going to be doing for the next year at least to help them start up uh, next to the coaching just because I think it's fun to do mm. yeah right, why not why not do something that you there love there we go yeah why not I think that's nice really like oh why not give that a try yeah <laughs> so I, I'm not going to say okay yes but I'm that or that age I cannot change anymore or i um i should stay here because that's safer but i do think it's really comes back in how would you know you with yourself and how much uh, confidence or trust do you have within yourself to go just do and explore and even if you fail that's fine but at least you have maybe had some fun on the way uh tried it out if it was fun if it was Um, not fun then you go do something else that's okay so let's talk a little bit about that relationship with yourself mm. and what the significance of that to you. I came across a few really beautiful words, and I don't know if I read it in the book over the last week uh, or maybe it was somewhere online. Relationship, in the broader sense of the word, uh, if it's with another person, if it's with an animal, if it's with yourself, show up fully. Show completely as yourself. And how do you do that? By first creating a healthy relationship with yourself, knowing your your highs and your lows, (laughs) your plus and your minus, 
being very um, uh, familiar with that, um, but also be aligned and connected with what feels natural for yourself to do. And the moment that you can have a healthy relationship with yourself, it is easier, I'm not going to say easy, but easier to set some boundaries from what you accept mm -hmm. and what would be non-acceptable. And there's a gray area in between that you say, okay, here we can go into discussion if that's an okay or not. Yeah. Because the moment that we can set healthier boundaries for ourselves, it's okay sometimes to say no. Mm. Uh, a very clear no from I am not okay with it. You don't always have to say yes. Yeah. Um, it's easier to converse and to uh, have relationships with others. And if that is regarding a partner or friends or colleagues, uh, but even we have a relationship with people we follow on social media or people we interact with on, in the online space, that is also a form of having a relationship. Even my email box, I have a relationship with them. From time to time, I'm cleaning <laughs> out my relations in there. Yeah. Really like, okay, I'm getting too much from you. So mm -hmm. I just unsubscribe from this newsletter because every day and you're not bringing me the positive vibes that I really uh, love receiving. Yeah. So let's quit this relationship here. Mm. And that is just me setting a boundary from what do I choose to interact with and what yep. do I choose not uh, to see at a certain time of the day. It's and not that's that I'm interesting. That's a very interesting point, isn't it? That you actually have those choices about what relationships you have in your life and which ones you don't. And if it's not serving yeah. you a positive purpose, you have the choice not to have that in your life if you don't want it. Yeah, you have the choice to um negotiate probably the deal as well there mm -hmm. is a time that um some people are in your life and there is also a time that sometimes these friendships or these connections they water down a little bit and they disappear a little bit in the background mm -hmm. and there's nothing sad about that i think that is the normal wave of um the waves of life that would that we're going on about yeah, I think there's a phrase that said that people come into your life for a reason, a season, or for a lifetime. Now, there we go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then still, um, along the way, that can change a little bit. Somebody yeah. came there just for a reason, might stick around for a lifetime. Mm. You yeah. never know. If that's the reason they're there. <laughs> so can you, tell, can you tell us a little bit about your kind of uh, relationships in the past, the significance of relationships to you, how they maybe have shaped you as a person? Um, they shaped me a lot. Um, a lot of soul work has uh, been there in the last 10 years, and I discovered nice. a lot. Um, I grew up in the Netherlands, so I'm a very Dutch girl. I'm just from outside Amsterdam. Um but by now I lived longer time outside of the Netherlands than inside. So people right. still call me Dutch because of my passport, but I don't think that I'm like standard Dutch anymore. Um, I grew up with my parents and a brother that is two and a half years older than me. And I discovered that I am largely the character of my father. Um, 
mostly. Yeah. <laughs> I look more like my mom, but I have the character of my dad. Right. And they had what I discovered way on a later age. I was already um, in my 40s, good in my 40s. Um, I discovered how their relationships with their parents have influenced them and that they were unable to uh, show compassion towards each other fully, uh, be there for each other fully. So just, you know, the, a big hug or just an arm around your shoulder or showing compassion was very, very difficult. As a child, I have been uh, moving myself in all kinds of angles to be like the peacemaker at the house. Because I could not deal with anything that was argument, raising voices, people that got angry or upset. I couldn't deal with it. So I was always being the clown really loud and trying to make peace everywhere or hiding myself. And that hiding that uh, was more like hiding in my books, uh, really silently in my room and just um, like traveling away in my, uh, in my stories, in my books. And uh, that became my biggest friends. On a later age, I could see that this was a little bit of an issue because I copied the behavior from my parents as not being able to uh, fully relax in relationships. Friendships was okay, just with friends was fine. Uh, but the moment that it gets difficult, uh, I would move away. Instead of setting a boundary from, yeah. guys, this is the limit until so far, um, when it got difficult, I just moved out. Right, okay. And my traveling was not really a, a plus with that. So it, it became a little bit of trying to leave. The moment gets difficult or there was uh, the sense of, I feel that there is voices going to be raised or there is argument fights coming up. I just, I just left. I just, I can walk out the door and just pull the door shut and just never look back anymore. And since then I've learned to set up these boundaries for myself purely because I got fed up with the fact I'm just copying behavior from my parents. Why am I still doing that? I'm not 18 anymore. I'm not five years old anymore. I'm just good in my forties. Let's start working on that. So that has been mostly my um, discovery over the last four or five years that I've been working really hard with that. And yeah. um, I'm very happy with the fact that I can see it. And I also see it in other people. And acknowledging it, I think that's the first thing that you do. Um, acknowledging the fact that you have a copy behavior from the people where you grew up with. Um, if you look good, I think most people are copying behavior from their parents. And again, you learned, what, what, you, what did you learn then? So did you find that trying to be the more extrovert type person didn't actually solve any problems? So then you reverted into the more introverted space and running away and finding your own safe space. And then as you got older, did was that something that maybe subconsciously you thought, well, actually, I, I can't negotiate, I can't resolve this because as a kid, nothing ever got resolved. So you decided to kind of hide in the books or run, travel, whatever it is you did then. Yeah, and when I got older, it became a little bit like uh, not wanting to settle in, in one space. Mm -hmm. um, and 
I haven't. I've been more on the road for, yeah, probably 50% of my life already. Mm-hmm. Um, but the last few years, it was not uh, by running away. It was by choice. It was by choice that I was moving to one spot, stay there for a couple of months, half a year, and then moving on to the next spot. So it was not running away anymore. It was really traveling by uh, I want to discover that area and I can do that because I'm traveling solo. I have no, um, let's say I have nothing that is holding me on one space. Like I don't have a partner that, for example, is bound to a certain spot or children. So I have that freedom to do that. For me, it was mostly the lesson that I got out of it is that I um, I recognized that I was exactly seeing the relationship faults basically that my parents had where it came for from them it came uh, my dad copied it from his mom Uh, he grew up as a single child now he had a sister but he didn't have a father figure at the house yeah um, my mother, she grew up in a very unhealthy setting um, with her parents. Uh, she was not really like um, appreciated as a child. Mm-hmm. So she, she was really like, uh, my grandmother was a lady that, uh, okay, God bless her, but she was always screaming a lot. She loved my brother. He was the first grandchild. And then uh, I came along. Yeah. And she didn't want to have anything to do with me. Okay. So I was always trying to be the clown and be the cute kid to mm-hmm. get that ex- um, be accepted. Yeah. And as well, getting that attention from my parents to be accepted. But mm-hmm. the only thing, the only one that can accept you as a person is yourself. It's not exterior. It has to come from the inside out. And for that, you do some good soul searching. For sure. Again, yeah. when you come from that space, there is a lot of soul searching. There's a lot of discovery yeah. about yeah. you as a person. That yeah. you need to do. Yeah. And that difference, what difference did that make to you then as you got older when you actually understood those relationships and how they'd impacted on you and then the work that you did to create that relationship you've now got with yourself? I realised there was nothing wrong with me. It was really like that. That was just the, the, just the epiphany. I think it was during a yoga class or something in India that I was really like loving my practice at that time, and um, it was really going well. And all of a sudden, it just comes up. There's nothing wrong with you. Mm. There's absolutely nothing wrong with you. You don't need external approving for anything. Mm. You need to do that from the inside out. So. This was this recognition from, okay, the relationship that I have is with myself, is from the inside out and not from the outside in. Mm -hmm. You can go shopping, whatever you want, and, you know, decorate the outside, how much beautiful you want to make it. Mm -hmm. Um, But nothing is going to change on the inside. But do the work on the inside. Make friends with yourself. Be your own best friend. and um, that was just a really like oh yeah nothing wrong with me you're a good kid come on let's go have some fun (laughs) yes a very similar experience I I was when I was one of my trainings I was doing was around belief work and we were doing a lot of stuff around beliefs and I was working with the trainer and I was 
I was this 12 year old boy and we were, were working through this exercise around my beliefs about myself. And the one thing that I said to this 12 year old me was, it's not you. This is not your responsibility. There's nothing wrong with you at all. And that had a huge shift because all the time that I'd grown up being a kid, I always thought I must be the problem because of the way I was being treated. Yeah. And it, when I actually was 44, 45, I think when this happened, um, that was such a massive relief, let go, everything that I'd been carrying for the last 30 odd years or 40 years or so. Wow. Just to be able to say, actually, it's not, this is not your fault. Yeah. Yeah. Now, this is a little bit, and this is also so amazing. Thank mm. you for sharing that as well. It's, but what influence a parent has on their children? And mm. um, this is a little bit also the message what I'm trying to to um, to spread out in the world is the words that we choose to speak, the energy that we choose to bring out there uh, mm. is even unwillingly it's touching other people's so um how we communicate with the people around us in our communities uh on the social medias anywhere Mm. this is influencing somebody else and that ripples out again to other places in the world um that is for me it's really important to tell people you have the choice who you listen to and who not i said because as if you are only listening and feeding yourself with this um, within this negative spiral, I said you get negative by yourself as well. If the first thing in the morning what you do is open your phone and you're going to check the news, oh yeah, well, good luck to have a nice day after that yeah. one. That's always going to be full of joy, isn't it? <laughs> so yeah, and it's really I'm not saying don't check the news as mm. that, but firstly think about yourself. What is nourishing you from within? Mm. Um, you know, build that strong foundation for yourself, and and everyone chooses their own modalities. Uh, I just love to get up in the morning and just do some reading. Uh, have some coffee after that I will do my yoga practice and don't do it the other way around never (laughs) I just love to have some time to have a coffee in the morning yeah and after that oh yeah I will check the news etc you know my house didn't burn down so it's not that uh, important either that Mm. I need to see it straight away in the morning when I open my eyes so every time coming back um, hey guys what is important um to have a great day, to create that life where you don't need a vacation from, is Mm -hmm. to make a right choice in the morning, um, what you do, what you hear, what you read, uh, what you say. And then that will um, snowball out through the rest of your day. Mm. Yeah, no, I I don't listen to the news at all in the morning. I used to listen to it every morning, Um, but I I won't listen to it now until I finish work, usually in the evening. And I'll just put on the headlines just so go. I can see if there's anything that I, that I really, that I'm interested in. So I know I kind of have a, a little glimpse of what's going on in the world. Yeah. Um, and never again, then I don't really watch anymore after that, because like you said, what well, it's, uh, it's not, a, it's not generally a good way to start your day listening to everything that's terrible that's going on in the world. Yeah. No, it's just, uh, yeah, the news is mostly headlines. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I prefer to read a good book or to watch a movie uh, that inspires me uh, or that um, provides growth for me in, in whatever sense. Uh, mm -hmm. I prefer to spend my time like that. Yeah. And um, if you read the headlines, basically, you know everything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Nothing else to learn. <laughs> so I think you change what you said as well about the be mindful really mindful about what we say and what we do because it influence it will influence somebody um like even on these podcasts right we need to be mindful of the things that we say and we do because some people can take things quite literally or they can sort of try and put things into practice but maybe aren't the right things for them and not in the guided in the right way but actually as a kids we don't really have a choice there do we and i think that's that's the thing that we don't recognize until maybe sometime in life maybe some 40s 50s sometimes yeah. sometimes a bit earlier but actually as kids we are very much listening guided we don't really have those choices we don't have the cognitive ability to be able to decipher and discern what we want to take on board either yeah. um but it's really like you said so as adults especially women around children we need to be very mindful of the influence that we put across to them i want to pick up a story i uh talked with um, she's a dear friend of mine and um, yesterday um, a couple of days ago we got into contact again as well because I have this like business modality within my coaching mm -hmm. um, she's a yoga teacher as well and she became a mom a year ago and she is a little bit like she wants to start another company for herself um, but she doesn't really know how and she said it's sort of like I've outgrown the yeah this little bubble of teaching yoga uh, mm -hmm. because there is many many uh, teachers in the world which I think is good but then there again she said I, I've sort of outgrown it and she said for me it is so important to be able to spend time with my son he's just a year old and she says that goes, he grows so fast, so quickly. She said, and I don't want to lose that time. So it has to be really worthwhile uh, for me to be away from him uh, for work-related things. Yeah. Um, so she's really searching for what this could be. So I sent her a link last night really late. And this is a lady in the US. I just forgot about her name. She wrote a book on... Raising your children in the modern day world, but how to raise your children so they are ready again for the next generation as well to influence them. And this is about, uh, you know, healthy parenting. Is it necessary to scream? Uh, is it necessary to have conversations in a negative way? It's really like you can also, a child is very quickly uh, responsive to when you ask questions. Children are way smarter than we think they are. Mm -hmm. And they grow so fast. They evolve so fast. They learn so much uh, that it goes really, really, you know, hold on to that space before, before you know it, they're 18 years old. And so I sent her that and she said, oh, this looks interesting. I'm just going to read that. Purely because I said to her, I said, zoom out. Like, what do you want your life to look like? I said, what I can see is you want to spend as much time with your son as possible, especially yeah. before he goes to school, probably after that as well. Mm -hmm. I said, if that is important, then this is probably for you in that phrase, 
um, create your life around your values, your choices. That's your vacation. Mm -hmm. You don't want a vacation for that because it's your ideal life. And then try to build the other things around that. You have that choice. And I know for sure, because it's a really smart cookie, uh, this is going to figure out with the solution. Mm. So what she does, she zooms out and she is uh, probably right now in her little room, whatever, with sticky notes on the wall. So write down everything that you would like to see in your future life. Mm-hmm. How would you like your child to grow up? Surrounded yeah. with what kind of values do you want to bring to your child? What is important? Mm. Because everything that is argument is per se. I don't think it is healthy to have this in the children's ear. Mm. Um, if I look back to me as being a little girl myself, um, I felt unsafe at these points. Mm. And my reaction was being the clown or hiding myself in my books. Okay, yeah. Um, other children, they stay in that situation and they... They hear everything. I don't think that's healthy for them to be at that space either. And as a parent, we have a choice how we talk to our children. Are you reactive or are you going into um, a different type of conversation with your child? Mm. Yeah, because like you said, most of us are reactive, aren't we? We, yeah. all, we react to what goes on around us, to what other people do, yeah. rather than creating the space for ourselves to decide how we want to be in that, yeah. in that space. Yeah, and I think as well it has a little bit to do with um, there's a lot of pressure. Children have to do a lot. You know, mm. they have to go to, I don't know, five types of sports and they have to go to theatre class and they have to do this and they have to do that. Really like... Even my agenda is not that busy. Yeah. Said, Are you crazy? How much, said, how much stuff do I have to learn in one day? I said, let the child play. Mm. Give them a ball or whatever and just, you know, let them go outside and, and, and play because that is where a child learns. It learns to communicate with its friends, etc. And it has the time as well to build relationships Yeah. Uh, as a child already and not being you know drawn from one place to the other from, oh now i need to go ice skating oh and now i need to go play hockey and now i need to go this this and this mm. just let them be your child and what does a child do best fantasy play uh occupying themselves yeah i think that's the thing isn't it you you and when I was a kid, we didn't have anything like this. You know, I went to Cubs and I think that was about it. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe played football after school. But you know, there, wasn't, there wasn't all this clubs and stuff. I think this is a thing that we have to be, do be really mindful of is, is how many, it's great to give kids different experiences. Yeah. But actually how much stuff do they, how much time are you taking up? How much headspace are you taking up? How much pressure are you putting on them? Yeah. You know, to actually, like you said, be rushing around here, there, and everywhere, do this, go to school, then come and do this club, and then do that club. And then, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, how, how, how much space have they really got inside themselves to entertain all of this? 
Well, if a child is uh, hyperactive, you know, they've got all these terms for that right now, mm. but let's say they're a little bit hyper. I think that where the cause is, the root cause is because there is too much pressure on the shoulders. Look at the shoulders, they're super tiny. Uh, it's, you know, the head is this big and the shoulders are that big. And if that head is being pumped forward information, is said, how can a child function? Mm. Think about it as we as an adult, would we like to have a schedule that full? Some people are really good in handling that because mm. it fits them, yeah. but it doesn't fit everyone. No. And this is about, you know, going back into what we talked about in the beginning, uh, get to know yourself. If you function well with, you know, an overloaded calendar, fine. But don't press that onto me or to somebody else who mm. that doesn't function. Like I know for myself, I can do loads of amount of works, but that is how I am as a person. But I also am really good at doing nothing. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I need both. Yeah. I need both. I can really be very good at absolutely doing nothing mm -hmm. and maybe lazing around or just, you know, read a book for fun, not even a study book, but really yeah. for fun. And I think that is just as much important as, uh, you know, all these meetings and rendezvous. And <laughs> yeah, I was saying to one of my, <coughs> I was saying to one of my clients this morning um, that she was finding it very difficult to manage. She's got to come back to work. Um, she's got a couple of kids and a husband and she's trying to kind of, find time for herself and she was saying i haven't been able to do this this week and this this week and i just said to her have you just sat for 10 15 minutes and just done nothing and she's like no i said well what, what would that be like and she said i'd be a bliss i said well can you find 10 to 15 minutes to just yeah. sit and do nothing and rather than trying to do yoga or go to the gym or go for a run or do something significant to make her feel like she's doing something for herself yeah is just to kind of say, well, what, how, what could you do that's going to help you? What, you know, can you just sit and be for 10, 15 minutes? Um, but because we don't have to do everything. It doesn't yeah. have to be like we have to do an activity or something, do we? Like you said, we can just switch off for a little while and, and just veg out for a little bit. And I'm, yeah. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an expert <laughs> at being able to do that. Too. Yeah, but this goes very much back to that external world. This is mm. about uh, you can put everything on from the outside mm. to look good, but it doesn't mean that it is good for you for within. No. Like what I said, I love doing my yoga practice, but I don't do it for anyone else but me. Mm. I love walking. I don't do it for anyone else but me. I don't do it because it's healthy to do 10,000 steps per day or whatever. <laughs> yeah. I just really enjoy it because for me, that's a time that I process. Mm -hmm. uh, I process thoughts, ideas come out. Uh, I luckily, I'm very happy with the phone that has like voice note on it. So if there's ideas popping up, I can just, I don't have to stop. I can just speak them in there mm -hmm. or I listen to a podcast while I'm walking and I can just completely enjoying my own private bubble there but i don't do it to make somebody else happy or that it looks good for the outside world and you're not doing it to achieve a goal or two you're just doing yeah. it you want to and you enjoy it i just feel good doing it mm. and 
so it is something it's it's a meat that comes from within but it's not something that's put on there from the outside Mm. um and this is what i think is really important to uh, build that healthy relationship with yourself fully show up there uh, be honest and what happens that your other relationships around it will grow healthier because of the fact that you are your own best friend if you are a parent uh, and a partner, your relationship with your partner will become healthier because you fully show up as yourself. So you, um, this energy is just around you, a little bit fluffy, okay, but this is just, we are all energy in the world and you radiate this out. So your partner is going to receive that. So there is going to be a change there. Your children are very receptive for energy. And they will receive this as well. And if your children are under less pressure, they don't have to be busy all the time and being running around to all kinds of activities and play dates, etc. What happens that they can just dwell in their space and develop their own personality instead of uh, needing to live according to what the society might think of it. And that is, I think, really, really important. And from there out, from within, we create, I just hope so, a, a more like beautiful future ahead of us where we can build on and thrive in our relationships, within our community, um, within our family as well. And beyond that. Awesome. Awesome. We are just going to run out of time, I'm afraid, for today. Oh my um, God, already. <laughs> yeah, it's been an amazing, again, it's one of those conversations which just could go on forever. Um, thank you so much. Um, I believe before we disappear, you've got something you're going to be able to offer to the listeners. Yeah, there's, um, it's a new program that I have basically just created um, mm-hmm. because I feel that there is a lot of people a little bit stuck in where they are. And it's just an offer for people that already have um, a small business or an online business. If they are a holistic entrepreneur, so to say, or are yoga teachers, body workers, all in that sense. And they would just like to have a bird's eye view on their products, on their websites, on how they are running their business. Um, I'm just offering like a, it's a one-on-one uh, call uh, with the preparation on front. So they sent me everything up front so I can already see everything. It's an audit just from the business, um, see what they can tweak, uh, pinpoint, make better, make it work better so that they have the ability to create that life. You know, create that life. They don't need to go on vacation anymore because they are already on vacation all the time. And this is just if you, uh, and this can be a fixed business like a little shop or you have an online shop or maybe somebody is offering their uh, services online and just needs to have the tech, the the website, the social medias, et cetera, work um, better. Uh, because it is there but it is not really functioning uh, so as well so they can create and generate an income from there and that they have that possibility if they have kids they can stay at home 
What do you do? You haven't seen home up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great. And the details for how to get hold of Alex's uh, program will be in the show notes. Um, so if you want to reach out to Alex to uh, get her to look at your business, then uh, just contact her via the link that's in the notes. That would be great. Uh, thank you so much uh, for being a guest today. It's been absolutely awesome speaking to you. Um, I wish you every success in your next travel. Thank uh, you. Um, and I look forward to speaking to you again soon. Thanks again for being on the show. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, really appreciate it. Had a great time and looking forward to connect uh, soon again in person, hopefully somewhere. Be good to yourself. Take care. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe, follow and review the show. That is very much appreciated. And please do reach out if you would like to know more about how you can create healthy, intimate relationships in your life. I will leave you with this quote from Carl Bond. Although we can't go back and make a brand new start, we can start now and make a brand new ending. I look forward to seeing you on the next episode of The Relationship Guide.